is hot. Damn. Oh, I mean, like hot in here. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are back. It's been a whole nother week since last week. So, welcome back. Yay. Yeah. And it looks like it's Christmas week. So, Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. To everybody out there. And if you don't believe in that, well, it's just another fucking week for you. Happy crisis. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, it looks like it's... uh. Episode 40. Big 4 Of Fuck It Friday. Big 4 Brought to you by J&J's People of the Worst Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Jen. Yeah, yeah. And we are officially too old for you fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, we still fuck? 40? No, you said 40. Cut off limit. Yeah. Dunskies. <laughs> Done. I swear to God, I cannot wait till I turn 40 now. <laughs> I've never been so excited for a birthday in my whole damn life. Damn. I'm wearing all black that day. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to like... I'm going to, like, throw a funeral for your dick. <laughs> How would it be a funeral for my dick? It would be more, it would be a pussy funeral. No, no, no. Somebody else still, somebody else still willing to fuck me. I'm sure. Well, somebody else will fuck me, too. If I pay them enough. You know? uh, not if I'm standing at the door with a knife. <laughs> and it's not because I necessarily don't want you to, like, necessarily, like, fuck another girl. I don't care. Yeah. Like, you're a grown man. But, you know. <laughs> I got to prove a point. Oh, shit. Mm-mm-mm. My level of petty is is it's high. <laughs> I'm five foot three. I'm not above shit. Yeah, I like it. Me too. Mm. Anyway, so it's your week. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now that I'm planning the death of everybody's you know body parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can be a dual funeral. It's fine. Mm. All right. So. Wait. Go. Right. Fucking. Go actually, right got this idea from you. Oh Christ! I fucking held on to it for almost two weeks now. I'm so proud. Yes. Well, I Wait. would like to do... Huh? I'm not sure I'm so proud of you if it's an idea that came from me. <laughs> we should probably be worried. Oh, it sparked from you. Oh, okay. Because, you know, about two weeks ago, you know, we... you like... Well, we both like George Strait. Yeah. But you're a country fan. Yeah. And yes. I'm not. But I still like George Strait because he's fucking George Strait. Yeah, well, if you don't, you don't, you're not allowed to be here yeah. in the state. Yeah. They escort you to the border. Yeah, and George Strait has one of the best, not only country pickup songs, but one of the best fucking pickup a chick songs ever written called mm-hmm. The Chair. Yeah, it's my favorite. Okay, and we both know this. Mm-hmm. Then you came to me and said... A couple times. There might, yeah, yeah. You said there might be a uh, new age contender or possibly heir to the throne, part two of The Chair. Written by Mr. Cody Johnson. I <gasps> yeah, Kojo. Yeah. yeah, love Cody Johnson. So I, I, I had to, I had to know. I had to, I had to listen to the song. Right. I listened to it, and I found it very intriguing, because oh, he has a very different method than George did, and I would like to uh, kind of dive into it. Oh. And <laughs> you know. Kind of study it here. Yeah. Yeah. If you ruin Cody Johnson for me, we're fighting. I'm not going to ruin Cody Johnson for you. I'm just, you know. Like, we will go outside, <laughs> and you will catch all of these hands. <laughs> it's going to be Fist of Fury. Damn. That's a good movie. No, um. <laughs> Every time. But go ahead. Proceed. Okay. Proceed. So, I was going to do line by line analysis of the chair also but that'll probably take too long but i'm just gonna breeze just uh yeah, fucking just... cliff notes of the chair okay the chair you know george Strait, he goes into the, the country bar right mm-hmm. and there's a girl already sitting at the table he walks over and says you know hey um you're you're my chair and she goes oh i'm sorry you know and she's like and he's like don't worry you know i'm i'm, I'm glad to share yeah and he just lets you stay in the chair and he proceeds to just lay these fucking lines on. Oh, thick, and they're so good. Yeah, he lays on. He lays some good lines, and they're like, you know, he's playing nice guy, mm-hmm. and considerate. Uh, yeah, consider all that good shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's flashing that fucking George Strait crooked, crooked smile oh my God, the he's whole got time. Beautiful teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's a good looking dude. Like George Strait, even if he wasn't a good singer and shit, he was just like a cowboy dude. Yeah. He'd still be getting it. Oh, 100%. Because George Strait, he's always been like an attractive guy. Absolutely. Okay, which is why he wrote the song the way he did. Because even if he wasn't famous, a guy that didn't look the way he did, this would work for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, 
by the end of the song, like she pretty much agrees to let him drive her home. Yeah. You know, so he's he's gonna be hitting that night. All right. No, he's yeah. a gentleman. No, he's gonna be getting it. George Strait is gonna be straight getting it. Right. Even Audie doesn't agree with you. You're both wrong. And Audie's a raptor. <laughs> she literally will disagree with people. Mm-hmm. She knows they're 100% right mm-hmm. just to disagree. Yeah. However, in this instance, she knows you wrong. No. George would never do that. George. He is a gentleman. George, no. George is getting it. No, you know yeah. that dude, like, he dated her for like a week and a half. Oh my God. And he went, like, he took her home. Fuck dropped her off, her off yeah. like I said the first time. Mm. Tipped her hat, tipped his hat, made yeah. sure she got inside, waved, drove off, right? Yeah. Sent that hoe flowers the next day. Mm. And he's like, you know what? I know that girl mentioned something about Daisy. She <laughs> fucking loves Daisy. I'm going to send her a whole bullshit, like, bullshit load of daisies. Yeah. yeah. Sent that hoe daisies. Okay. Well, there's no. He's like, girl, I'm going to call you tonight. <laughs> and just like, whoosh, waterfall. Oh, yeah. And then he took her out on like two. Two more dates. At least one day date. Because mm-hmm. apparently that's supposed to be a thing. Oh, man. I never understood that. But whatever. <laughs> so I took her out on a day date, a night date. Mm-hmm. And on that third date. Yeah. Where he took her somewhere real nice. Not yeah. like, not uppity, but nice. You know. You know. She had, to, she had to really put some effort into her look. There you go. And then. Cheesecake factory, some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he took her home. Yeah. Walked up to the front door. She jingled the keys. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeded to take that bitch to Pound Town. Yeah. In his fuck truck. <laughs> and it was the best experience of her damn life. Wait, they from the front door they walked back to the truck? What? You said in the fuck truck. Yeah, in the fuck truck. That's how you get to Pound Town. Yeah, the no, Pound Town of the fuck truck happens in the truck though. Not always. Oh, okay. That's just a, the vehicle. I know you can't see my little bunny foo-foo's over the <laughs> vehicle of, of Express to, you know, Pound Town. Okay. Okay. Bunny foo-foo's. Okay. All right. Well, in the interest of time, mm-hmm. we're just going to say I'll go with that. Okay? I appreciate that. Okay. We'll say George did that. Yeah. I don't think Mr. Johnson did the same thing. Mm, probably not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his name's Mr. Johnson to start off with. But so. he's still a super nice dude. <laughs> Nice dudes, nice dudes like to fuck. No, they do like to fuck. What I'm mm. saying is he may not have waited to the third date, mm, but mm. he was still a gentleman. Mm. And he probably likes, you can just tell by the way he sings, though, he probably likes a little bit rougher. Yeah. A little bit dirtier. Well, we're going to go, not quite line by line, but I'm going to highlight some interesting parts of this mm-hmm. song because I have the lyrics pulled up right here. Go ahead. I already know them. It's called Half a Song by That's beautiful. Uh, Cody Johnson. And also, if y'all like, can hear that snoring, it's not me, it's Piggy. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I actually missed this part in the first verse here with the first time I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised it slipped by me because it's even more damning. Like, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I swear to God, if Cody Johnson calls us up tomorrow and was like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Uh, no, he's going to call me like, how'd you, how'd you know? You totally fucking nailed it. Anyway. And I was like, yeah, I bet you nailed it too, bro. Um. So, anyway, the first verse goes, the band was starting slow hand about the time you walked in. Mm-hmm. I could see it in your eyes. You were heartbroken and needed a friend. Yeah. Right there. Now, I thought, when I first listened to the song, mm-hmm. I thought he walked into the bar and mm-hmm. saw her sitting at the bar with tears in her eyes. Right. No, no, no. He was already there. As soon as she walked in the door... He saw a cute chick with tears in her eyes. Target acquired. He didn't say she was crying. I could see it in your eyes. You were heartbroken, needed a friend. Right. So maybe she was just had like kind of like a sad look in her like on her face. Just as good. Just as good. Like if she's crying, that's bonus points. But if you can already tell off the bat, <laughs> sounds so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's the that's the. Woo. I'm telling you, this is the method that he's using right here. All right, go ahead. Because the wounded caribou is the easiest one to catch. So. Oh, so now she's a caribou. Yeah, and he's about to eat that ass. So, that boy. Yeah. So he could tell she was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So she obviously obviously looked like she went through a breakup. She didn't just have a bad day at work. Right. Okay. And need a friend, a friend. Mm-hmm. Not a dickin'. Yeah. 
Well, no. No, no, no. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Don't worry. I was literally about to ask, what kind of fucking friends do you have? But, you know. <laughs> I am Jen. All right. And then they do the, the fucking the chorus here. Yep. You know, uh, I don't really need to read that. But, the, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you crazy what can happen to half a song. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, second verse starts here. And... Which, oddly enough, starts off with second verse started. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does start off like that. Damn. I just said I know the song. No listening ass. Mm. Second verse started. Oh, no. Then he... Okay. I, I skipped ahead. Okay, then it says... You know, he, uh, what he basically does is says, drinks are on me. Like, mm-hmm. you're not paying for a drink because yeah. it's going on my tab. So let's get her liquored up on top of her already being in a heightened emotional state. Oh, my God. No, he's okay. saying, don't worry about buying. He's like, I'm gladly buying. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put that um, fucking accountability dodging juice in her so she can fucking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got through a breakup, and I had some drink, some white wine spritzers, so it was completely out of control. That You know, that shit. Um, okay. He <laughs> didn't roof your shit. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to. Poor Cody. Uh-uh-uh. You know, and then uh, they do the fucking, the next burst, mm-hmm. he asked her to dance, right? Right. And at first she does say no. She says no. Okay. But then she's like, you know what? Fuck that motherfucker. God damn right. I'm going to... Have fun. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to go out with this guy. I don't care what his Ginger job cowboy. is. Yeah, I don't care what he looks like. And here's here's what I really wanted to get to. Okay? This whole song, and it works out for him, right? Yeah. Because she, she, she takes him out there halfway through the song so they can dance. Yeah. They keep on dancing halfway into the last song of the night. Which was the next song after that one. Mm-hmm. And then he's uh, thinking, you know, maybe he'll get to take her home. But he said he'd settle for her number on a napkin. But he really wants to take her fucking home. I don't necessarily think that that's what he said to her. No, no, no. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. But, you know, he said he'd be happy number on a napkin. But then he goes, you never know what could happen to half a song. So he's hoping... He's, that last half, he can... He's hoping he gets to do what George did, you know? Drive her home and fucking pile that dread shit that night, so... George didn't do that! <laughs> George is a gentleman! <laughs> Jesus Christ! But anyway, the way the reasons intrigued me so much is because he used a completely different method than George did. Okay, That jo- we know of. So George could have gone with the... With what? With the injured fucking caribou. Well. He just never confirmed it. Yeah, he never confirmed it. But, yeah. I mean, it could be the same. You're right. It could. But going by, like, the music video. Yeah. Every girl that that they showed in George Strait's music video for the chair, they weren't sad. They were all fucking smiling and having a good time. And he fucking went in as is. You know? Mm -hmm. He didn't need the extra oomph. Uh, find, finding some girl that just gone through a breakup. Goddamn George Strait. He's the king of country. Yeah, and plus he's already attracting you. Now, I don't know what Cody Johnson looks like. He's a good looking dude. But he's probably not as good looking as George Strait. I mean, nobody really is. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So we're going to say he's more of a, like a, a normal every man's man. Yeah, I mean, guy. he's he used to be um, like a bronc rider in the rodeos. Okay. He worked for the Texas prison system and yeah. like tattoos. and. See, there you go. Yeah, I would. I would fuck. It. I would let him get it okay. hard, so okay. hard. Okay. I would play in. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus he's also like a famous country singer now. On top of that. I ain't worried about that. But even if he's a regular dude, okay. But like you gotta account for inflation. All right, like host standard inflation. Oh my god. Because the chair was what early nineties or eighties. Late eighties. Late eighties. Yeah. Okay, it was much easier to to hit for a regular guy back then. Yeah, because you couldn't do Google searches. Yeah, all that shit. Okay, now the when was this song written? The half a song. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure. But probably after two thousand ten. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so you know the whole inflation for then. You know, uh, regular guys, it's a lot harder to be smashing 
just just right out the gate. You know, especially if you're just you know you're not famous and you know, make a whole shitload of money, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is the situation he was in when he wrote this. By way of the method, possibly, and uh, just by listening and reading the lyrics of the song, what he is taking advantage of is what I like to call a any dick will do situation. <laughs> okay. Now, in this situation, he alluded to her just going through a breakup or a heartbreak. Okay. Okay. So. She's emotionally really? wounded. Right, she's, you know. Yeah, she's hurting. Yeah, she's hurting a little she's bit. She's emotionally wounded. But usually when women go through a breakup, they they want vengeance. All right? They I want do. fucking blood. And the easiest way to hurt ex-dude, which is the famous saying, what's the easiest way to get over one guy? Fuck like his best friend? Yeah, that too. Or just oh. get under another one. Any other guy. Because any other dick will do. That's not true. It is true. It's not true. I know. Well, most of the times, because women have just crazy fucking standards today. But, like, she obviously was desperate to go to a bar. She probably just wanted to go have a drink. Well, she could have a drink Some of us don't actually go out just looking for the dick. Oh, I know. I know. But it still happens. (laughs) I don't think we get hit on near as much as you think we get hit on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe not out in public, but let me see them DMs, girl. <laughs> then, <laughs> if you needed more proof that I'm a fucking four and you're a fucking eight, <laughs> I don't ever get hit on. Funny. Not even online? No. You're funny. You've told me, like, at least three times in the last year that guys just randomly message you. I don't know. Like three dudes in a year? Yeah. Okay. You got hit on by some broad at the bar who was there with her dude. No, no, no. She said he was a friend, but it probably was a dude. And I also believe that she was trying to set me up to drag me back to her table with other other friends and fucking buy drinks for everybody. That's not what happened. Yeah, no, that's not what happened. Because I put it to the oh, fucking test. Yeah. That's it, not, that's not. If you're getting hit on, it doesn't matter what the fucking like, outcome is supposed to be. If you're getting hit on, you're still getting hit on. Because all these on. dudes, their whole goal was just to either, one, get me to send them like pictures of my titties or something along those lines. <laughs> None of them wanted to have like, a, like a, any sort of relationship with me and most of them lived in other places i'm gonna talk about relationships jesus so none of them were gonna be able to get it in anyway (laughs) anyway back to my original point not any dick will do well you have to let me explain the thing here okay i'm sorry go ahead yeah now the any dick will do situation Mm -hmm. i'm guessing he wrote this like pre you know social media being real big I don't know. I think he wrote it in like 2016. Oh, did he? Or he released it in 2016. Oh, well. And he's married with like two kids. Oh, well, he probably wrote it before that then. Maybe. Okay. Because this, stuff like this, prime time before social media got hot. Because now, you're right, women don't have to go to bars to get some dick. They can just open their fucking, any social media app, name it. Fucking Mm -hmm. Tinder, Instagram, fucking uh, whatever dashboard you use at your college. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah some people still do though still do what some people actually like to go out and interact with other people so you know small town texas type yeah they go out to the local bar yeah it's friday it's been a bullshit week yeah you just want to go have a drink it's not because you're broken hearted or <laughs> you're fucking sobbing in your wine glass or whatever yes but the girl in the song was Mm. That's my point. You make my eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, there are several any dick will do situations, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, a lot of times, I'm sure people think I'm crazy. They're like, it's not, that, it's not that hard for regular guys to, to get sex. It's not. Girl. And then a lot of girls will probably think, you know, there are a bunch of regular guys. Or not a bunch. I've had a few regular guys that, you know, didn't look like shit. They weren't shit. But I let hit, you know. You know, and those are mostly like the regret, the regret guys. Mm. No regrets and shit. 
I only have like two of those. Yeah, but if women are honest with themselves, like the vast majority of those guys probably came along during an any dick will do situation. Fucking hmm. bad breakup just happened. They're fucking right there in the middle of their period, and that super horny fucking hits. That sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. God hated us. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, pregnant, starting to show a little bit. That super horny hits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or the girl's standards are so fucking outrageous that she's one of these chicks that hasn't had any guys in like five, six years. Oh, so she drastically drops the limit for just a minute? Yeah, because the loneliness kicks in so fucking hard. Yep. Because she's waiting, she's holding out, she's like, Ugh, you know, if Brad Pitt came up to me, I might give him a chance. Those kind of fucking girls. Oh, yeah. And then she like gets so hard, hard up, and she gets so fucking lonely. And it's not really horniness, it's loneliness that, that triggers it. Yeah, Cause they it can't, is. Because they're not giving it up to anybody, and a guy's not going to stick around if you're not giving it up. I don't give a fuck who they are. It's true, too. So she's super lonely. The only way she's going to get a guy to pay any fucking attention to her and spend any time with her is she fucking offers to give it up. And she fucking grabs Poindexter from the corner mm-hmm. and is like, come the fuck over here. I need somebody now. And she lets him fucking hit it. And then she gets her dick and she fucking comes out of the, her haze. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she files fucking what have I done? False, false claim on him next day and shit. <laughs> you done Poindexter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But here's, here's my rebuttal okay. to this part. So, his lyrics yeah. are literally him saying weird shit that we can make happen in half a song, right? Yeah. He's like, if I can get you to stop being sad and I got you smiling and laughing yeah. in half a song, yeah. ain't that crazy? Yeah. He's like, are you thought you was coming in here? You going to be drinking by yourself? Just all depressed and down on yourself? That's not what she thought. <laughs> and here I am, making you laugh. Uh-huh. Buying some drinks. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Have a great time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So at the end, where he's like, "Man, it's crazy what can happen in half a song, huh?" Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's gonna be like, "Haha, yeah." Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe he wasn't just trying to get it in. Now I'm not telling you he wasn't trying to get it in because he's a dude. Yeah. At he's a bar. A- very good looking dude and he probably was like if if but again what dude do you know is uh-huh. gonna just be like no we can't do that i have to protect your virtue <laughs> or whatever it is that that's you know, funny. people are protecting <laughs> you know dick your flower i mean if she's throwing it at him he's not gonna be like girl look put it away he's scaring the kids mm. but here's the thing she didn't have the chance to throw it at him because he saw the sad chick walk in the bar and immediately, like a fucking hyena, was like, I'm going to get that meat right there. Hmm. And he jumped on it. You notice pretty much everybody that walks in and around you. Yeah. So you're a hyena? Do I ever fucking go up and talk to any of them? You still notice. Yeah, I notice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have I ever gone up and talked to a sad girl at a bar? I have no idea. No, I have not. You don't go up to talking to anyone. That's right. Fuck them people. So you're just a silent hyena. (laughs) No, I'm observant. That's what he was doing. He's observant with a purpose. He just looked up, Uh saw her. He was sitting on a bar stool because he even says, I let you have my bar stool. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking rip off the chair. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) You're better than that, Cody. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. Either way. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you have my bar stool. Don't worry about it. I'm going to buy drinks. Mm-hmm. You're having a rough fucking week. Got you. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Again, I'm not telling you he's not trying to get there. Always trying to get there. But I'm not telling you that he just thinks mm-hmm. he's going to get there tonight. But he, that's the whole reason he talked to her specifically, though. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just a nice dude. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just a really nice guy. Mm. See, I would agree with you if, you know, he says fucking Mary, Mary Lou is over there and I've always had a crush on her and shit. And then he went to go talk to her just out of the blue. Right. But he specifically targeted. Maybe he didn't like Mary Lou because she was a twat in high school. 
Maybe yeah. he did see her there, and he was like, mm, fuck that bitch. Mm. And then he saw other girl walk in, and he's like, you know, she lives two towns over. She, she seems nice. I've never really talked to her. I'm going to go talk to her because I'm a personal person. <laughs> I like talking to folks. And I'm going to try to fuck that bitch. Um. <laughs> I mean, eventually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying he's not trying to, like, get there. Yeah. I'm just saying that I don't think he's trying to get there that night. Mm. If she throws it at him, he's mm-hmm. probably not going to say no. He's mm-hmm. a dude. See, but the chances of her throwing it at him, exponentially higher because of the breakup situation. Possible. Which is the whole reason he would talk to her in the first place. That's not why he would talk to her. Maybe he's just a nice dude. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are other girls in the bar before she got to the bar. Right, but maybe he looked up when he saw her walk in, right? Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, I can tell you needed somebody to talk to. Yeah, I bet she did. Like, you look like you're having a rough day. It's like the drunk broads at the bathroom and, you know... At any party city, like down in New Orleans or whatever, I've met some of the nicest chicks in the bars at the bathrooms. See, this is kind of like that situation if they try to finger blast you in one of the stalls. You never know. I did give Jamie a lap dance. (laughs) So, yeah. Yep. Call it what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Okay. He says. Yes. The singer started singing as I let you have my bar stool. Yep. And before the first chorus, chorus was through, mm-hmm. you were already smiling. And I said, no use in trying to open up a tab. Girl, you know I'm buying. Yeah. I'm gladly buying. So he's down to just buying drinks. Of course he is. <laughs> and he says, ain't it funny thinking you were, ain't it funny thinking you were thinking, that was yeah. kind of dumb, uh, you'd be drinking alone. And he says, baby, ain't it crazy what could happen in half a song? Yeah. He's basically just saying, you thought you were going to have a shit night. Yeah. But here we are, half a song later. Mm-hmm. And you're already laughing and smiling. And, and we're gonna, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fine. All right. But you know why she started smiling and shit? Because she knew she found her, her evening dick. That was going to work. And she's going to post that picture on Instagram the next day. And her ex is going to see that shit. You see that, Chad? Yep. Yep. Found me a real cowboy. Yep. The smile was was for the vengeance. It wasn't for, for Mr. Johnson. And he says, I wonder what you're thinking, because I think I'd like to take you home. But I know that's probably never going to happen, because mm-hmm. she's a good girl. Sure she is. I'll just settle for your number on a neckin'. Uh-huh. And he goes, then again, you never know what can happen in half songs. So he's saying, look, I could probably lay this pipe right. Mm-hmm. If you give me a chance. Well, she will. But he's like, I know you're probably not gonna. Mm-hmm. But I'm down. If you down. She's down because of that fucking devious she smile. Fucking better be. That, that dude's hot. Smile. He's yeah. hot. Yep. She had a breakup. She's not gonna be accountable because she consumed alcohol that night. So she's fucking. She's all set. She's good to go. And she gets to rub it in a homeboy's face the next day. Stop it. Yep. Exactly. And even if she did, even if she get, like gave it up, he ain't calling her again after that. Fuck no. Right, but if she didn't, yeah, he would. Because he's still trying to hit. So you're saying even after the third date, uh-huh. and she finally gives it up, yeah, that's when he's gonna stop calling. I mean, he should. Fucking don't hook up with some goofy barber. No, no, no. We don't need to know what Jay would do. This isn't <laughs> WWJD. <laughs> What would the stereotypical male do? Stereotypical male? Yeah. If he hit after third date? Yeah. I mean. He done spent three dates trying to get it. Yeah. I mean, is he smart or is he is he dumb? Stereotypical dude. Oh, man. Random he, ass bro you met in the bar. See, bro's a whole different thing. So, because the bros know to leave that alone. No, they don't. After they hit. They're stupid. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like the bro dudes. I'm yeah. just saying like random ass dude. Yeah. Every every day, humdrum. <laughs> the humdrums. Well, he'd probably be dumb and stick with her then. And then he'd get scammed like homeboy on the show we just watched. <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> he basically got beat in the face with a whole bag of red flags mm-hmm. and he still tried to go there. Oh, yeah. He didn't still try. He went there. Yep. But that is, again, beside the point. But again, so, okay, wait. But that's a perfect point. Okay. okay. So this person who basically just got the shit kicked out of him with red flags yeah. and still decided to keep at it, 
Yeah, he was a good old boy. Oh god damn. Southern calm dude like Yeah. You know. He's also of a much older generation. But he's okay, but most of these country singers are too. Cody Johnson's I mean our age or older. Something like that. <laughs> I mean Watch him be younger than us, that'd be fucking hilarious. I will throw myself off this house. <laughs> oh my god. Get a ladder, bitch. Uh oh. He's 35. Uh-oh. It's okay. He's married. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm-mm. See, and he still tried to fuck that girl from the bar. Had a wife and kid at home. Bitch, shut up. So did George Strait. <laughs> so did George. And you can't tell me for one second oh, George God. didn't honor his marriage. Mm. He's a good man. Yeah. Anyway, so, but this dude was still down home mm-hmm. from an hour up the road. Yeah. Yep. Good old boy. Good old boy. Younger than us, though. He was younger than us. Who? The dude on the TV. Oh, the dude. Oh, I thought you were still That's talking about. That's what I'm about. saying. Oh, boy. Yeah, they but, both come from like right. Like, but next Cody's door like, and shit. Cody's like, he's raised down the country where it didn't matter. Well, what didn't matter? Even if he is a little bit younger than us. Yeah. He was like, he's raised with good, solid foundation of life. Hey, look, the foundation is good and all that shit, but social media. And all the smartphones have wrecked. He didn't need social media. He was working a full-time job, married, wife, working on cheerings. Yeah. And he was working rodeos until he started singing. Well, and the only reason he gave up on rodeos was because he started singing and he thought he could make more money. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. Well, good. Hooray! <laughs> but yeah, even this dude was like, look, I'm going to try and give it a chance. He's an idiot. Stupid. But he's like, you know, she she loves me. She loves me. I know mm-hmm. she does. Yeah. Because why would somebody marry somebody if they didn't? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but he didn't know no better. He was married to the same woman for 22 years. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, they got married 22 years prior. Yeah. Which is a whole different world. But he wasn't dating then. in that time. I know. Well, even dating was completely different back then. Mm-hmm. So he had no chance to get used to the fact that, you know, bitches is trifling now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight monster. And the only person he was hanging out with was his neighbors. Yeah. Because they were staying with him until their house got finished. Yep. And his child, who was high-functioning autistic. Yeah. Yeah. Neighbors warned him. <laughs> Shit, we're talking about an episode of uh, Who the Fuck Did I Marry, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they just seem to keep finding those people from just, just up the road from us. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think maybe we should just do, like... Dating self-help for people around here. Oh, my God. We should just do these podcasts for dating self-help because, Mm-mm-mm. you know, my friend from work, I'll be giving that girl advice all day long. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I could do the guy's version right now. No, you cannot. Here you go. Shut all up. Right, you ready, fellas? Jesus Christ. Stop. That's the end of the whole show right there. Uh, just don't even fucking do it. <laughs> you make my head hurt. <laughs> But that's good shit, though. Like, mm. you're one of the exceptions. You don't get to just pick and choose exceptions. We're not cherry picking the shit. Yeah. And the only reason I'm an exception is because when I moved in with you, I was already broken up and fucking pissed off with the world. <laughs> See, I did that Cody Johnson method. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, paid off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took over a year, but whatever. Oh, uh, fuck. Mm-mm-mm. You know. <laughs> I, but I was all hung up on old boy. Yeah. Which again is another reason I can promise you mm-hmm. any dick will do, ain't it? Because <laughs> that dick wasn't doing. Mm-mm-mm. Wasn't doing shit. Yeah. Well, no, any dick will do situations, that's yeah. not a long term dick appointment. Unless the dick surprises you and is exceptionally good, then it could turn to a long term thing. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, if the dick is not good, or sometimes even if it is, like the girls will usually burn that one off and just call it good. I should have learned. Yeah, which is why guys got to strike when the iron's hot and, uh, you know. Mm mm. Mm mm. Had that one, one, one night stand. Oof. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> Awful. Mm-mm. Will not. D- 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Damn. And then the other one where I was like, and I should have known better. Yeah. I really should have known better. Because <laughs> there was all the signs, tall tale signs, yeah. that this was going to be terrible. Mm-mm. And I sure shit. 
He tried to lay that hammer down. <laughs> and it was like one of those little, you know how people go mining uh, and they take their kids? Yeah. And they give you a little mini ball peen hammer. Aw. It was. Um, it's like what Andy Dufresne broke out of jail with. Yeah. In Shawshank. <laughs> yeah. You're worn down to the nub. Oh. Like that little plastic one, whenever you buy the little gold bar, and they're like, there's a chance there's a gold speck in here. you yeah. got to break it up. And they give you the little plastic oh, yeah. hammer. Something close to that. <laughs> this motherfucker thought he was Thor, God of Thunder. Oh, no. Wielding Mjolnir. Oh, no. And, and that was not the case. That's fucking awful. It wasn't even part of the chip from when Mjolnir like, broke apart. Damn. God bless him. Mm-mm-mm. Bless his cute little heart. But he had good money. <laughs> and if I was that kind of girl, I would probably stick around. Mm. But I'd rather be broke and have good dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I can make more money. Right. I can't make dick better. <laughs> Even with the skill set that I have, mm. and I'm, I'm, I'm not out here bragging about it. Yeah. But oh yeah, sometimes you know you can you can put a little sauce on it. Oh yeah, and make it okay. You can you can do a couple of spin moves. Oh yeah, you got some moves. You know I'll you gotta cosign that shit. Yeah, you yeah. gotta like you gotta put some you know, just a little bit of, little sass on it, <laughs> and it'll be all right. Yeah, there was no sass. Mm-mm. No, nah. there was nothing I was gonna be able to do. Mm-mm-mm. That's awful. I couldn't walk on water. I couldn't fix that. <laughs> Of course you couldn't. There's not enough moisture. Um, yeah. There wasn't nothing. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing but a wife. Damn. Anyway, that's beside the point. He wasn't Cody Johnson either. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He had good musical taste. I will give him that. Oh, yeah? We did have um, a really good musical rapport, so that was nice. Mm. He was a fan of the 80s, 90s country as well. Okay. That's how they get you. These sons of bitches. Uh. Mm-mm-mm. My goodness. I would just start sending you like random 80s rock songs. Yeah. Like hair bands. Yup. I like my 80s. Hell yeah. I was listening to um, Welcome to the Jungle earlier. Yes. And that's when I send you that message about going to see the band next month. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when Axel starts doing the, the dance, yeah. I was like, knees, knees. I was fucking getting down. My boss is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Dancing, duh. <laughs> Hater. He's just mad at my sick moves. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that Axel did his hair all fucking crazy just for that one video. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just blew Sitting that in. shit all the way out. That was back when he was still real hot. <laughs> before he turned into plastic. Yeah. Before he became one of the fucking real housewives of rock and roll. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. He's like Brett Michaels now. Right. They just get that, like, smooth, shiny face. It just looks Because it's so crazy. stretched out. Yeah. They stretch it way back, and then they shoot it full of collagen. Mm-hmm. And so you're stretched out, but you're poofy. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is my natural hair. This is a- I've never seen men with more extensions ever. <laughs> At least Brett, like, when they put on the show, he was still out there, you know, compensating for the fact that he's losing his singing abilities. Yeah. With hyping the world up. Yeah. So I'll give him that. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah. But, and I mean, their songs still pull it. Oh, fucking Guns N' Roses? Well, yeah, Guns N' Roses, Poison. Yeah. You know girls still be throwing it at them. Oh, yeah. No, that fuck, that'll work. That'll always work. But yeah. it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> well, that's that also has to do with the bunny situation as well. Yeah, that's true. And the uh, fame situation. Again. But that's the whole thing with, you know, because George is like, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. So he probably still pulled a pretty decent amount in his younger year. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Cody probably pulled pretty good in his younger year. Yeah. Probably not as good as George, but, you know, <laughs> what else? Because he's a ginger. And, you know, everybody's afraid of gingers till they're older. <laughs> but it makes you wonder how much of it is they got it because they're just, you know, naturally good looking dudes. Mm-hmm. And how much of their money got it? Um, hey, don't forget to add in the the uh, the fame part of it. That is... Well, that's money and fame comes together. Yeah. Well, sometimes it doesn't. But money. these boys can sing. Yeah. They can still sing. George can get up there 
big old guitar hat not moving a muscle yeah and just sing his little heart out <sighs> cody johnson can still sing yeah brett ain't got it a whole lot no more yeah i mean axel's still pulling it off he's hurting <laughs> yeah oh yeah so maybe mm. maybe country had a had a point what's that even if our looks fade our voice doesn't oh yeah and they can still go out there and make all that money that's true Drop all them panties. <laughs> Fuck all them hoes. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Like, I want to get into it, but that's going to be like a whole nother episode about... I need to start taking extra blood pressure medicine when we talk about this shit. Because yeah. <laughs> I can I already tell. Yeah. I know. That'll probably be two weeks from now, because now you just inspired me. <laughs> I still have to figure out what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. Well... There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> That's one of my favorite sayings when they're like, this is not a whorehouse. It's a whore home. That's right. <laughs> so, there's that. Whore sweet whores. Oh. We like them hoes. Mm. We don't trust them hoes. No. But we like them. Oh, man. Speaking of hoes. <gasps> hoes. I saw, <laughs> I saw some funny shit. I don't know how I had not seen it before today. Because mm-hmm. it's a year old. But there's this uh, comedian, what's his name? What's this guy's fucking name? Home Skillet. Tom Cotter. C-O-T-T-E-R. Not like I've ever heard and of him. And he's like a fucking, like, he appears to be, like, in his 40s. Mm-hmm. And he's like Wonder Bread White dude. Like, yeah. fucking sweater vest and the whole shit. Yeah. And he gets up there, and like, a year ago, he started doing this bit, I guess. And he's talking about uh, the year previous. So he's talking about Christmas two years ago when they were trying to cancel Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, I hate that pissed me off. Yeah, he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, now I think America has completely lost it as a society. I think yep. it's just completely insane. And he was like, I want to try and prove that and I want to see what you think. I'm going to compare these two songs. He was like, the first one is uh, written in the 1940s, holiday classic Baby It's Cold Outside. And he was like, uh, they stopped playing it on radio stations across the country. It was a huge uproar. Like, all kinds of people. Yeah, that's him right there. 59. Oh, 50, dang, he's 59? 59. He looked good for his age. Shit. All right. And then he goes, uh, he goes you know, radio stations start playing it. Social uh, justice groups attacked it mercilessly and tried to get it completely banned off the face of the earth. All right. And he goes, during this exact same year, during that exact same time period, WAP was the number one song mm-hmm. requested on pretty much every station in, in the USA. Yep. And then he did a side-by-side reading of the lyrics. He did one line from Baby's Call Outside, then he did one line from WAP. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because it's fucking like Baby's Cold Outside, you know. Certified freak. I want to go home. Then they like, you know, fucking, I, I don't know the exact lyrics, but something like fucking pull it out, I'll gulp it down and hit the dangly thing in the back of my throat. Like, yeah. that's one of the lines. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he, he finishes his like verse reading of the two. Yep. He's like, yeah, I think that that's, that's official. America has fucking lost its mind. <laughs> they have lost it. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. It was a little. No, it's, he's not even right. Yeah. Everybody keeps losing their shit. They're like, that song is about women empowerment and, you know, being in touch with our sexuality. And I'm like, right. And the other one's saying, mm, maybe I shouldn't. What the fuck? Maybe I should keep it to myself. I'm going to go home. I don't. And he's just like, girl, no. Nah, like, you want to stay here? <laughs> it's all right. And they're like, the reason that everybody tried to cancel it is because they were talking about, like, it promotes, like. Date rape. Yeah. Which like, sexual assault and all that bullshit. I'm like, yeah. no. He's like, he, he's just trying to be like, what's up, girl? Yeah. You know you want to stay here. Yeah. And he's like, maybe just a half a drink more. And she's like, you right. And she wanted to stay there, too, because she's trying to convince herself to leave, but she doesn't yeah. want to. It's not like she was like, you know, I need to get out of here. And, hey, could you please unlock the door that's locked from the inside? And, you know, it's just, yeah. those lines aren't in the song. You know? And she's like, no, I really got to get My mom's going to be worried. Mm-hmm. She's worried about everybody else but her. She wants to stay. Yeah, she does. Yes, she does. Yeah, calm the fuck down. It's consensual as fuck. And then they rewrote it. Which was awful. It's terrible. Ugh. If 
fucking what's his face John Legend. John Legend, yeah. And uh, Kelly Clarkson. I was so disappointed in her for doing that, right? but because I love Kelly Clarkson. But seeing that bullshit. Yeah, and he, she's like. You know, maybe I should go. And he's like, yeah, it's your body, your choice, or fucking whatever. Yeah, you do. I'm like, I'll, I'll girl. Call, call you an Uber or call your ride share. Oh, my God. I'm like, how oh, I drove myself. Well, what what kills me about that new version, she fucking ends up staying anyway. Yeah. Like, bitch, if you But it's her choice to oh, stay. It was her choice to stay anyway. At no point in that song did that dude ever go, hey, look, bitch, sit down. Yeah. You ain't going fucking nowhere. Yep. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't roofie her. No. Mm-mm. She's over here like, well, maybe I can stay, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you can stay. It's fine. You should totally stay. Oh, and she's like, weird. but mom's gonna be worried, and dad's gonna be up, and and he's like, mm, they go, they don't care. It's fine. <laughs> the fuck. Oh my gosh. The same shit men do every day, and women do every day. Yeah. So, it's the exact same thing the first time we slept together. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Came home from the bar. Yeah. Drunk as fuck. Yeah. Um, like, we did the whole, like, initial, like, hug thing where it got a little too feely. Yeah. And I was like, shit. And we went to bed. Oh, I started the whole thing on the right here. I'll take full fucking... On the, you did on the right here? Hey, the fuck started... Yeah, it wasn't an accident. I just started rubbing some leg. You know? I was so drunk. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought that was one of the nights I fell asleep in the car. <laughs> my bad. Anyway. Oh, my. So I'm sitting over there. You know, we're like hugging and I was like, mm-hmm. hands were roaming yeah. on both parts. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Woo. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to bed. Yeah. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. Because again, we'd been friends for fucking eons, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh God, what am I about to do? <laughs> And so I freak out. We go to bed. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to my room. You go to your room. Life's fine. Yeah. And I always slept with my door open because the dogs run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, like I'm laying there and I was like, oh, shit. I know I don't need to do this. It's going to be a mistake. It's going to be a mistake. I should not do this. And this is like 2 o'clock in the morning, three, almost 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. At least. And I pick my phone up mm-hmm. and my dumbass looks on Messenger. I see that you're awake. I send you a message. And I was like, hey. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Because it was for your birthday. Yeah, it was. And you're like, immediately, yeah, me too. I had a great time. He's like, I promise I'll behave myself next time. Yeah. And I was like, nah, you're fine. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> See, that was George Strait right there. That was George Strait method. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the, what did I say? Something along the lines of the person that I was talking to at that time basically just didn't realize yeah. that I was going out looking as good as I did at that time. Yep. And you're like, this dude's a fucking idiot. And I was like, yeah, he is. Yeah. And then it was like, hey, we're still drunk enough to not, you know. Be held accountable for this. Oh. Yeah, we could, we, <laughs> could, we could probably nope out of this if it goes bad. Yeah. And still be okay. And I was like, you probably right. <laughs> and we made that decision in all of about... Five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, same general, same thing. Yeah, same. Same thing. <laughs> and I was completely, completely in control of my functions. Yeah. Because I'd said no already. Yeah. And I was like, no, fuck it, we're going to bed. No. Nope. And you're like, yeah, we're going to bed. It's fine. And it wasn't cold outside at all. It was June. <laughs> yeah, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would it have happened if we had stayed sober? Um, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't think it would have. Yeah. See, that's that fucking non-accountability juice. It goes the same for guys. Same for guys. Like, no, guys I don't, think, I don't necessarily that. think it's the... I think it's more of the liquid courage. I don't think it's the, not, the, the no accountability juice. Because, like, I'm still... I was still fully in, like, like able to, to function and tell you what I was doing. Like, I knew what I was doing. Oh, I know. But just the fact that... When you're telling the story to other people later, yeah. you were like, well, I mean, we're drunk. You could just throw that in there, which is supposed to be like, you know, I, I mean, fucking alcohol. I think everybody's just like, it just lowers your inhibitions and things. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel as awkward as I would have felt had we been completely sober at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, eh, like, I'll give it a try. Because, <laughs> again, we'd been accused of, of fucking around 
By every girlfriend I ever fucking oh had. Oh, my God. Yep. Every single one of them. My ex-husband accused us of it. <laughs> God damn. After we got divorced. Yeah. 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 The dude that I was talking to right before that, mm-hmm. he accused us of it while he was like, well, do I have anything to worry about? <laughs> God damn. And then I realized how small his dick was, and I was like, yep. Damn. But it ain't him. <laughs> um, like literally every single time. Every time. Yep. Every time. Mm-hmm. So I mean I see I see both sides. I can understand where, you know, a dude would try it to get laid. Yeah. But I can also see it where somebody would use it to just generally because honestly. We'd gone out, like, every other time for your birthday, and I just was, like, my whole goal was just make sure you had fun on your birthday. Which we did. We always had a great time. Like, when we went to uh, House of Blues. Yeah. That time, I got pretty gone. I yeah, you were you, pretty lit up. Yeah, you weren't as bad as I was. Mm-hmm. Then, so. But the night that it happened, we were both equally. Yeah, we were, that oh, was yeah. a, I was drinking Crown that night. Oh, yeah. And I was fucking having my whiskey sours and ordering Patron shots. We were fucking down in drinks that night. That girl looked at us at one point, the waitress. She was like, do you want some water? And I was like, no. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> she brought us water anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how we walked in the door that night. Mm. Or how we weren't hung over the next day. Yeah. Because we worked it off. Um. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. That was a couple of hours. Yeah. Yep. That was a good night. <laughs> and it's been really good nights ever since. That's right. Yeah. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I know. So the. Yeah, Piggy's getting restless. She's getting a little out of hand. Mm-hmm. Do you know why, though? It's because she thinks that dog's outside. Well, you better hope that that dog's not out there because we got a new gel blaster. Yep. That's uh, perimeter control. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should be catching it. Yep. Catching all of it. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We'll call this. We'll call this a Merry Christmas episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was our episode for this week. Hopefully, you liked it. If not, oh fucking well. Oh fucking well. Yeah. And uh, everybody have a good Merry Christmas. Yep. To you and all your ho ho hos. That's right. Eat all your food. Eat your little uh, Debbie Christmas tree cakes. Ooh, we have Christmas tree cakes. Damn right. Yep. Fucking. Uh, you know, hug all your loved ones, even the ones that you know. Even that creepy to. Uncle Al. Yep. Yep. Yeah, everybody gets hugged for Christmas. So, uh, yeah. We'll have another one of these episodes next week. Hopefully tune in then. Make sure to give us a like and a review and a subscribe or something. There you go. A real shady high five. I hate when they make that licking noise right now. <laughs> and she's doing it right behind me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, love all you fucking assholes. And get the hell out of here. Okay.